Early on, I think I missed a big idea. Now, this big idea isn't something new. It's not something massive. It's actually a little idea that can have profound implications. Did you know there's a voice inside your head? Now, I've listened to that voice. I've yelled at that voice. I've even given them a name of Bill. But how many people don't know they have a voice inside their head? It's actually quite astonishing how many people don't know this. And I glazed over it because I had had that conversation for so many times that I actually forgot to acknowledge that a lot of what we do every day is literally coming from the narrative inside our head. And it's literally like having a conversation between two people. Once you bring awareness to this voice that either is criticizing you, telling you're not good enough, it's almost usually in the language of your parents. Your parents are the kind of the first voice or language that that voice inside your head gets to articulate how you see your life. And it's always there. It's never going to go away. But a lot of people do not have an awareness that we have a voice inside our head. Going a little bit deeper, just below that surface, something they remember within this, we are still using million-year-old technology inside of our head based on emotions, feelings, thoughts, survival, even just our basic survival mechanism of don't go towards the lions, tigers, and bears. That's still in our head. Your voice is still using that language and programming to control a lot of your life. A lot of how you show up with your kids is dictated by how that voice says to. Now, I want to add one other component here. Now, we're going to go super deep, but I wanted to pause for a second to acknowledge that often when we talk about the ego on this podcast, I am referring to the voice inside your head. And if you've heard or done, or maybe you are a practitioner of meditation, meditation is actually taking what you're thinking, sometimes it's even what that narrative says about what you're thinking, and inserting a gap between those thoughts to introduce some space between who you think you are and what you think about every day or what you're worried about every day and nothingness. We do that meditation through the breath. So you focus on the breath, which as you focus on the breath, your brain kind of stops thinking. Now, you really can't turn off thinking upon it because if you've meditated, you know, if you press into it, you're like, man, my mind has wandered again. I stopped focusing on my breath. And it can be really frustrating when you first start meditating. You can feel like a failure. But it's that gap, that little air gap between who you're thinking and your breath that repeated over time scientifically has proven that your mind will have less interaction with that voice. You will be able to interpret something different or assign new meaning on the other side of your voice saying something. You also have a choice. Do you want to believe what this voice is saying? Is it true? That's a billion dollar question to ask what your voice is saying about yourself. Is it true what you think about yourself? Are you a failure? Because that thought can be popping up in your head a lot too. And you're like, am I a failure? No, I have success. I have a house. I have a career. We have family. No, I'm not a failure. Damn, if that voice inside your head doesn't try to pull over a fast one. And it's that voice that's really going to acknowledge a lot of our old BS that we haven't really dealt with. And I could tell you, as a man who's been on this growth journey for a long time, that voice still fires away. 
He never stops. But the way to kind of talk about this voice is, and frame it with your ego, your ego gets a voice, but doesn't get a vote. But most people live and breathe by what that voice says. They don't interpret that there's this voice inside their head. And it's kind of like this first initial awakening moment that you have and realizing that you're just a conscious being in this physical body. And it's a lot of deep work that it takes to kind of separate that, but it's not anything more difficult than understanding I am not my thoughts. And the guys generating these thoughts don't have my best intentions. They only want to keep me safe, which in the modern area doesn't really have anything exciting with it. It's pretty boring. It's not very juicy. It's not very full of life. So again, today is pulling back a little bit, realizing I might have got ahead and I wasn't speaking where my feet are or where your feet are might be within your journey. And I just want to pause so that you can realize there is a voice inside your head. He doesn't always have the best intentions. And you have a choice whether you want to believe that voice every day, every minute, every second that you have a thought, you get to decide, is that a belief, thought, or feeling that I want to work with? And you can write a new thought. And it's simple, but man, does it have profound implications when you start applying it. And I'll be back again with you guys tomorrow.